We are one in the Spirit, we are one in the Lord, we are one in the Spirit, we are one in the Lord, and we pray that all unity may one day be restored, and they'll know we are Christians by our love, by our love, yes, they'll know we are Christians by our love. All praise to the Father, from whom all things come, and all praise to Christ Jesus, his only Son, and all praise to the Spirit who makes us one. And they'll know we are Christians by our love, by our love. Yes, they'll know we are Christians by our love. <coughs> Slava Jesus Christus, Slava Novika. Glory be to Jesus Christ. Glory be forever. This is Father Basil Malovany again. Hope everyone is doing well in wherever they are listening to this podcast today. So today, February 14th, is known as Valentine's Day in our uh, modern world. Um, and of course, that's where, you know, you take your significant other for a nice supper or make a nice supper for them and, um, you know, enjoy their time and company. But, you know, what really is Valentine's Day supposedly all about in our um, Christian understanding? So I'm just going to talk a little bit maybe about St. Valentine, who actually was... Um, who was a real person, not just a make-believe person like uh, like Santa Claus. Uh, but of course, we talked about that earlier. St. Nicholas uh, was Santa Claus. Valentine uh, supposedly was a um, bishop who was martyred for the faith because, remember at that time of the early Christian church, um, Many of the Christians were persecuted by the Roman authorities who were worshipping idols and did not want Christians to uh, worship freely. So um, Valentine was a bishop and he was martyred because he disobeyed the Roman authorities and was uh, performing marriages uh, of Christian couples so that they could be married in the Christian church. And eventually he became martyred uh, for his actions. So that's the story of St. Valentine. And that's where the, the legend grew that because he was involved with marrying couples uh, with the, the love, and that's where St. Valentine's Day, because the romantic love of marriage and the romantic love of you know, of male and female, and that's where, that's where the whole Valentine's Day came from. But if you look at the understanding of love according to the early church, you know, um, I'm not a Greek expert at all, the, the language, uh, the Greek language, but there were seven different words that would describe the love for um, for the early church of the, of, for, of for the Greek church. So some of them we are quite familiar with. 
and some of them we probably are not familiar with. So eros, you know, erotic love, that's the one that we're very familiar with. It's that romantic, passionate love. It's passion, lust, pleasure. You know, you're attracted to uh, the beauty of the other person, sexual longing. That's the love that we can't, we always think of when people fall in love with each other and, uh, you know, the love between the, the spouses. But there's also other words for love according to the Greek, um, understanding. There's philia, that intimate, authentic friendship. So intimacy, that soul to soul bond. Um, it's, you know, when you have a, a platonic friend, whether female or male, you have that, that friendship, that filial relationship. So you're kind of like soulmates together. So it's very, very different than that eros, that erotic love. And then there's ludus, the playful, flirtatious love, you know, infatuation, toying, flirtation. And uh, this is the kind of love that you have, you know, when you're um, play, playful with each other. It's Again, that's kind of in a marriage relationship. When you have a crush on someone, when you're playful, when you're kind of dating, um, you know, it's, it's, it's that uh, infatuation you have with someone else. And then there's uh, some other ones that we may not know much about. Uh, Storge. Um, this is um, a unconditional familial love. So that you have with your family members. You know, you, you have uh, uh, in the family, you love each other um, because you grew up with someone, your mom and dad, your siblings, your cousins, or whoever is in your family. So it's uh, the allegiance you have to your family, okay? And then there's Philalucia, the self-love, okay? So the the Greeks had this understanding of self-love as well. So we, uh, we in our society today have a very... Um, you know, we, we talk about our, uh, our, the self-love a lot, you know, how we have to take care of ourselves. Have to, you know, sometimes we say we have to put ourselves first. So it's that healthy, um, self-esteem to make sure that we, we are loved by ourselves as well. Okay. And then there's pragma, that committed companionship love. So that's built on commitment, understanding, long-term interests. And again, this is like a married couple building a family. So they're committed to one another in that love, honoring, respecting, cherishing one another and learning to accept differences and learning to compromise. And finally, we have, you know, probably the most important love of all of them, according to our Christian uh, tradition, agape. So that agape is the universal love that we have for God, nature, strangers, and pretty much everyone in the world, especially the less fortunate. So it's uh, empathetic love towards humanity, 
and and uh, you know it's it's basically that pay it forward. You might have heard that term, pay it forward. You do someone something to help someone else, so they can help someone else, and so on and so on and so on. So we uh, understand that love as agape. So after going through these different Greek terms for love, we often, um, you know, we think of Valentine's Day as only that first type of love, you know, that um, eros, that passion, that lust for couples have for one another, or, or possibly maybe the... the uh, um, ludos, the playful, uh, flirtatious love as well. But, you know, there, when St. Valentine was martyred for the faith, he possibly, um, was thinking of different types of love, you know, of agape, of that love for neighbor, love for everyone in the world, or even, uh, the, um, Philia, that love, that um, platonic love for one another, that the soulmates, you know, a friendship. So when we celebrate Valentine's Day, we certainly have to remember that there's more than this one type of love that we can offer each other in the world. You know, obviously our spouse our, 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 our mate, our wife, our husband, we, we can offer that eros, that romantic, passionate love, or the ludos, the playful, flirtatious love. But definitely for everyone else in the world, we can, um, definitely, uh, use agape and, um, uh, philia. Um, to, to love one another as God loves us. So, you know, on Valentine's Day, let's not just think of the one closest to us, you know, and of course we're going to celebrate hopefully Valentine's Day with our loved one, with our spouse, with our family, with our children, but we also have to think of others in the world as well. How do we associate God's love with the less fortunate, for example? How do we associate God's love with our neighbor down the street or with uh, the person we work with or the person that um, we see in church or wherever in society? See, we have to, we have to really uh, try to understand um, our love relationship beyond this that romantic love, this beyond that sexual love that we have with our spouse, um, and this is this is I think what Saint Valentine uh, should be teaching us: that sacrificial love, that love that we give to one another. Uh, of course, that's found in marriage, but it should also be found in other uh, areas of our life as well. In our relationship with everyone, we should be sacrificial and think of others first. So that is this the short little, um, you know, uh, commentary on St. Valentine's Day and the Greek terms for love. Okay. So God bless you and hopefully have a good day.